everyone, my name is Maria Thomas and I work for Allianz Research, a global team of economists, strategists, sector advisors and foresight experts of the Allianz Group, led by Ludovic Suber. Over the past few months, we've seen central banks in advanced economies raise interest rates for the first time in years to cope with record-breaking inflation. So in this special season of tomorrow, we wanted to look at the end of zeronomics. What will the new era of higher interest rates mean? for the global economy and capital markets, households and companies? Let's find out with the experts from Allianz Research. The U.S. housing market is adjusting to the new reality of higher-for-longer interest rates. In this episode, we speak to senior economist Maxime Darmé to find out more about what's happening in housing and mortgage markets and what it means for the U.S. economy. Hello, Maxime. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Maya. So we're actually speaking at just the right moment, right? Because the Fed just raised interest rates again a few days ago. But before we look at what's going on with the housing market today, maybe you can explain for our listeners, you know, how did years of low interest rates shape the U.S. housing market up until now? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it's very important, first of all, to stress that it was a combination of, as you said, declining mortgage rates over the past 20 years. So the cost of, the cost of mortgage have declined. But it's also the fact that credit availability has eased considerably, uh, which means basically that banks have been able to provide more credit to households. And, um, you know, like the combination of those two really assured the booming housing market, which started in the early 2000s. Uh, pre- prior to that, we only had really one mini boom in the second half of the 1980s. But really, things um, started to change quite, quite dramatically in the early, from the early 2000s when the Fed uh, became really, uh, very loose in terms of monetary policy. Um, so now, if you're asking me um, what pushed up houses, house prices so much over the past two decades or so, um, I think there are really a couple of reasons for that. Um, first of all, you've got policymakers which um, incentivize home ownership. So it was policy-driven in a sense. Um, you also, you had also, as I said, the Fed, which really targeted support for the housing market, including during the pandemic, um, by buying you know, large amounts of, of bonds, uh, linked to the housing market, the so-called RMBS. And also during the pandemic, I think it's important to stress that you had very generous cash handouts, uh, provided by the federal government. So uh, this boosted savings and it boosted deposits at the bank. And as you know, more deposits in banks uh, ultimately means more credits. So it allowed banks uh, to ramp up credits to household to buy to buy how to buy a new houses. And in this environment, you really had a booming demand for housing, but at the same time, and that is one of the issues: that the new housing, new supply, failed to keep up. Um, and you know, since the pandemic. We heard a lot about the widespread shortage of labor, equipment, and materials, and we really uh, these things happening in the in the U.S. housing market with really these supply shortages uh, starting to bite against a backdrop of strong demand. So the result was really frenzy house prices. Um, just to give you a couple of numbers in real terms, U.S. house prices um, grew on average seven percent per year. Uh, between 2000 and 2006, 4% between 2010, 2019, 2019, and 9% since the pandemic. 
So it's really astonishing numbers we got here. Okay. And so what's happening now that rates are starting to rise or have already started to rise quite considerably? Yeah, um, you know, since end 2021, when the Fed uh, started to become serious about inflation and and starting to become aggressive, right, by raising rates um, very rapidly, uh, mortgage rates has, has been really hitting the roof. So they are now around uh, 7% for a 30-year mortgage, which is really, really high for historical standards. It's really a reverse of, of, a, of a previous trend we've seen over the past two decades, past three decades even so. Um, so yeah, the, the fallout on the US housing market has been really quick uh, since the spring of 2022 and uh, things actually accelerated during the summer. Um, as you know, you know the housing market is, is really one, if not the most interest rate sensitive sector in the economy. So uh, it's not surprised that it's reacting very um, rapidly uh, to, to the Fed tightening. Uh, just to, to give you a couple of uh, examples, housing aff- affordability has really plummeted for prospective buyers. So it's been really, really difficult. Um, when you ask also households plans to buy a new home, it also dropped. So very few households now want to buy a home, which makes sense, of course, because the cost of a mortgage is, is so high now. Uh, I think it's very interesting, the mortgage application index. Uh, so basically, now the number of people asking uh, for a new mortgage who, or to re- refinance their existing mortgage is at its lowest in 20, 23 years now. Um, so really, really a big shock. You can also see uh, the impact on the housing market in terms of sales or starts or dropping very rapidly and so on. Um, finally, I would say like the, the last domino to fall is prices. Houses prices, as you know, it's typically the last domino to fall in a, in a housing cycle. You know, it's, they're more, more lagging. And we've seen uh, June actually. So over the past couple of months, um, actually starting to come down from a peak, which in May, and now they are approximately done 2.5% in real term. So, um, so things have really started to turn down. Okay. Can you tell us maybe a little bit more about what you expect to happen next? Yeah. So I think there are two things to look. So first of all, on when you look on transaction and construction sites, so sort of the real economy, um, yeah, it's, it's very clear that further sharp declines are in the cards. For instance, when you look at uh, Home Builder Sentiment Index, uh, which is a pretty good uh, leading indicators, it's done very sharply and it suggests that housing starts could come down by about 25% in the next couple of months. So huge, huge uh, turnaround, uh, very massive. Uh, second, the ball on prices, the outlook on prices. Uh, we talked um, a lot about it in the report. Um, well, there's, there's a couple of, uh, of uh, instruments or, or data we look at to, to predict uh, prices, but but I think the main one is really looking at deposits in banks and financial institutions because deposits, you know, tend to be a, a really good lead proxy for, for uh, mortgage credits uh, in, in the next 12 months. And if you look at this kind of, you know, indicators, it suggests that, um, well, first of all, mortgage credits are going to come down quite heavily. So banks and uh, financial institutions are going to pull back. Uh, fr- from the business of doing mortgages. And based on all of this, we expect house prices in the US to fall by 
approximately 10 to 15 percent in the next 12 months. So, so uh, a pretty, a pretty sharp uh, correction, I would say. And so, what does that mean for the U.S. economy overall? Yeah, so um, you know, the housing market is really a key, is if not the key driver of the U.S. business business cycle. So, so it's really something we have to look at very closely. And so we are, as I said, we are quite downbeat on the on the outlook for the next next twelve months. And this is one of the reasons why we expect the US economy to slip into a recession very soon. Uh, we are amongst the most uh, downbeat in the consensus. We expect the US economy uh, to contract by uh, approximately 0.7% next year. Um, so first of all, when you look at residential investment, is already dragging down the economy. So it should be down approximately 10% this year. We expect minus 13% next year. So all else equal, that would knock about uh, 0.4 percentage point of GDP growth. So sizable amount, but this is not the the main main channel through through which the housing market impacts growth. The main channel, as we highlight in the report, is through the prices, house prices. So again, very important. Uh, House prices, you know, um, they affect the economy mostly through uh, the so-called wealth effect, you know, because when people, you know, they see the value of their home coming down, they feel less rich, less wealthy. So they tend to, to curtail um, uh, consumption and investment and so on. It's, it's a very, very powerful channel in the US. So um, we run a, a bit of an estimation and we estimate that house prices in the past, they boosted GDP by nearly one one percentage point in the early 2000s and nearly two percentage points in the past pandemic. So it's a really, really sizable effect. But now uh, we're seeing prices declining by, by 10 to 15% in the next 12 months, as I was explaining. And we will expect that would knock up to 1.72 percentage points of GDP by early 2024. So really, really, really large amount, a sizable drag to expect uh, over the next couple of quarters. So so that's why we expect a recession, really, U.S. recession coming uh, mostly uh, through this channel. Um, now, just a few words on maybe some good news, I would say. I would say uh, we expect the blow, uh, however, to be maybe maybe lower than it used to be. And, and to be clear, we're not expecting any, any housing crash or financial crisis um, like really not something like in the in 2007 and 2008. Um, you know, debt related to income is, is, is much lower, first of all. And also uh, the vast majority of, of mortgages which have been taken out in the past are on fixed rates. So, so these households are less likely to be impacted by rising interest rates. And finally, uh, banks have um, had their balance sheets than in the past, so they're less likely to be to be adversely impacted by by the housing market downturn. All right. Well, thank you very much, Maxime. Thank you, Maya. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the full report we just spoke about on our website. We'll leave a link in the show notes. If you'd like to discover more of our research, you can also follow the Ludonomics newsletter on LinkedIn. We'll leave a link down below for that too. If you like the podcast, please send it to any of your friends who might like it too and leave us a rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. In the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode.